Hello everybody and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Health and Sports Show. My name is Tom Butterfield and I'm absolutely buzzing to be your host today. I'm feeling pretty fired up, as you can probably tell, because today we get to dive deeper into one of our health pillars. And if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, you'll know how many of those health pillars there are and also what they include. If you were listening, of course. (laughs) But if this is your first episode, then you can either press pause and go back to square one, or you can always circle back once this episode's finished. It's entirely up to you, whatever's gonna work best. But today we're gonna talk through some of the key principles regarding the mindset pillar. Now this is by no means a laminated list. We'll probably add to this as time goes on and maybe even relegate some of these off the list as well. Because as you'll hear me say so many times, the world and certainly the world of health and well-being, is constantly changing. And we as clinicians just can't afford to fall too deeply in love with our own opinions that we've formed over time and our views as well. There's more research being published than we could possibly, possibly hope to keep up with. Therefore, we always need to keep our eyes, our ears, and probably most importantly, our minds open in order to keep bringing you the most relevant and useful information with the aim to get you closer to achieving those goals and aspirations that you've set yourself. So let's start taking a look at some of these mindset principles. Now, number one is to prioritize the important over the urgent. Now we can be kept really busy, but still feel like we're spinning our wheels and not moving forwards. Uh, In those situations, Just take the time to take a step back, take a breath and see whether we're really focusing our efforts on the right things. Ask yourself the question, am I busy or being productive? Now, how can you tell the difference between urgent and important? Well, the important things are the things that will get you closer to the life that you're looking to build and get you closer to achieving the goals and aspirations that you've set yourself. If you're not sure about this, then make a list of the priorities in your life or even have a look at the goals that you've set yourself. If you haven't set yourself any goals, then certainly that's something that you could contact us about if you wanted to learn how to do that properly. And this will help determine how you arrange your time and your life generally. And then once you've done that, you can start living it. Easy as that. (laughs) But no, really, we must value our attention. There's so many things that are vying for our attention nowadays. We're sort of more connected than ever before. So what is it that you're choosing to pay your attention to? Are you investing your attention into things that are making a positive change in your life? Or are you sitting in bed for an hour every morning playing Candy Crush or scrolling through Instagram and social media. One is productive 
and one is just keeping yourself busy. Number two is to develop a growth mindset. Now, everything that we can do today has been learned in some shape or fashion. We often hear about people who are naturals or have, you know, that universally supplied talent or God-given talent. And we assume that success is just a given for these people. It's going to happen. It's guaranteed. Yet Michael Jordan who became one of the greatest basketball players and maybe one of the greatest athletes of all time, wasn't talked about in this way. In fact, he actually got cut or dropped from his high school basketball team. But rather than think he wasn't good enough to make the grade or get onto the team, he decided that he was going to practice every day over the summer and he became one of the best players at his school. And of course, he went from strength to strength from there on in. He overcame the obstacle and the adversity by applying consistent effort over a long period of time. And what also helped is he had an older brother who he physically fought almost uh, every day on the sports field, fights that he would very rarely win. But it was these battles that helped to form that tough, gritty mentality that he said, you know, without these battles and without his brother, he probably would never have become the player that he became. Success depends on our ability to not only work hard, but also persevere and overcome adversity and obstacles in our way. And I honestly cannot think of a, an aspect or, or, or an area of life where this doesn't apply to. Number three is what's in your control. Now, understanding what's in your control can be very difficult, but if we can only focus on the things in our control, then it can clear so much headspace for us. The only things that we can really control are our efforts, our attention, our thoughts, and how we respond in certain situations. There are certain people, and I'm sure you'll know someone like this, who have lots of drama in their lives. It's almost like they're living in a soap opera and they've got the inability to focus on what they can control. They're always talking about what this other person did and what that person did. And, you know, why did they think that? And why did they say that? And why can't they do this? Other people's opinions uh, to our actions or what, you think people might be saying about you, you know, we cannot control that. Uh, we can't control another human's actions, thoughts, or emotions. So probably best we stop trying. Uh, see people as a puzzle, not necessarily something to solve, but just purely to understand and enjoy. Number four is to be aware of self-limiting beliefs. Where possible, which is most times, Stop looking at the things that you can't do and look at what you can do. When you actually use the word can't, it's probably a choice and means that you should probably replace it with the word won't because it is your choice. For example, I can't form a regular exercise habit, um, which really means I won't form a regular exercise habit. I can't give up eating junk food. 
really means I won't give up eating junk food. <laughs> uh, I had a client write me a message um, after their initial consultation, um, unhappy that I'd set exercise and movements that were too difficult for a 70-year-old. Uh, the exercise and movements were the squat and the lunge. Now, these movements were not difficult because of their age. These were difficult because their foundation movement capability was very poor. Everybody needs to uh, be able to do these movements at a daily basis uh, at all ages. You know, if we can't squat, then we can't get into a chair and we maybe can't get out of a chair. By saying that I'm too old to do this, we put a limit on ourselves. Number five is change have to into get to. And this is all about being grateful. You don't have to do a lot of things, but we get to do a lot of things. These everyday mundane things that we do are actually huge privileges that we're lucky to almost take for granted in a lot of cases. Recognizing them helps the journey of life become a much more fulfilling and abundant experience. These things that we feel we have to do are probably the things that we miss the most when we don't get the chance to do them anymore. Such as I have to uh, take the kids to school in the morning or I have to walk the dog late at night. These are things that actually are some of the best parts of your day. Uh, but they, because they're things that are there all the time, we almost take them for granted. Number six is to be aware of our emotions. Now, we've all been in that situation when we feel that strong, visceral buildup of volcanic emotion in our stomach. Uh, maybe someone's given you a, a, a you know, sharp reply to a social media message or someone's uh, you know, on the border of road rage in the car next to you and you feel like you want to release carnage on the chosen target. And the stronger the emotion, the less room there is for rational thought. It's almost like a seesaw. It's very much like that brake and accelerator. You can't push them both at the same time. So when you feel that emotional buildup, this is your cue to consciously lift off the accelerator and push down on the brake. Don't fall into the trap of lashing out as this is usually when we uh, will say anything to try and wound, hurt or harm our target. And we may not even mean it, uh, but the emotion takes over and we'll use any ammunition that we can in order to destroy our victim. So thank you for listening. Uh, we really hope that you enjoyed the show. If you do have any questions at all about the pillar we've discussed, then you can get in contact with us by emailing on info at elevatehealthuk.com. Or you can get hold of us on our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram accounts, etc. But all of our social media handles will be in the show notes. But as we'll say each time, if you can just take a couple of minutes 
just to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform that you're listening to this on. It's great if you think it deserves a five stars, then please hit us up with that. That'd be awesome. But if you think it's more of a four, a two, a three or a one, then um, that's fine. The important thing is to get those reviews and get feedback so that it helps us to build a better show for everybody. But thanks again. And remember, please think over these principles. See if any of those can apply to you. And then keep an eye out for our future episodes. We'll be diving deeper into them and taking up real world examples. So thank you. Take care. Bye bye.